welcome back to Ghostly Paranormal. Today we're going to be talking about werewolves, dogmen, and skinwalkers. And I'm pretty excited about this episode. All of this stuff is super cool. I found some really good stories, so let's jump right in. We will start with werewolves first. So on November of 2006 in Holly Hill, Wisconsin, Steve Kruger, who worked for the Department of Natural Resources, was picking up a dead deer in the middle of the night. He was filling out paperwork when he felt his truck begin to shake. Steve looked in the rearview mirror and saw something standing over the deer carcass that he described as a mix between a bear and a wolf. He said it had a long muzzle, longer than that of a black bear, black fur, and pointy ears. Overcome with fear, Steve threw his truck into drive. The beast was able to take the deer out of his truck. He said it was like nothing he had ever seen before. So I didn't go too deep into the description of werewolves because I assume most of you know what werewolves are. So if you're someone that doesn't, they're varying types, right? But generally, it's someone who was infected with the curse of the werewolf and on the full moon, they transform into a half-man, half-wolf, or sometimes just into a wolf. But yeah, that's general description of a werewolf. Now let's compare that to the dogman. The dogman is usually described as having glowing amber or icy blue eyes, the head of a dog with vicious fangs, and a human torso. They stand up on two legs and are somewhere between six to seven feet tall. They are incredibly fast and agile and have a horrible scream like howl. And this next little part's interesting because from my understanding werewolves don't have like a set schedule it's just every well I mean kind of right every full moon but according to legend the dogman only appears every 10 years in cycles and it always falls on the year of 7 like 2017 2027 2007 all right, but let's hear our first dogman story. So in the fall of 1986, out near Mantees, Michigan, Ray Greenway was driving home from the Mantees Army Recruiting Station. It was late at night, and he noticed something in the darkened field beside him. His headlights were reflecting off what appeared to be eyes, but they were much too high off the ground to be a deer. The unidentifiable creature began running towards him, and made an incredible leak across two-lane road. There is no animal that it could be. I know that it was not a deer, Ray later recalled. He went on to describe its yellow eyes and impossible leaping ability. I do remember that I saw both eyes as if they were looking at me the whole time. That, along with the leap ability, is what I will never forget. All right, let's hear another dogman story. This one is out of Cass County, Michigan. And it claims a creature beast described as a werewolf or dogman was stalking up a hill behind this family's home in late fall of 2001. My stepdaughter and I were looking out the French doors to see a creature black in color, like a big bear with haunches and the head of a wolf. Well, that was the first and only visual the Cass County, Michigan residents experienced. They still hear it splashing around the 20-acre swampland at night. Sometimes they can even hear it shriek. According to them, it has the scream of an infant, loud and hysterical. All right, and lastly, let's talk about skinwalkers. In Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. 
So this story came from an article on Just for Spooks. And they actually had 19 really cool stories, but I chose this one because it's a little shorter. And I'm trying to stick within the format of my show, which is 15 minutes or less. I will leave a link to this story and all the stories on that site. Also, I will leave links for the werewolf story and the stories I pulled for the dogman. So here is the story for the skinwalker. I was told this story once. My dad isn't a bullshitter or a liar, so I know this story is true. So this was very early 80s, and my sister, who lived in Toronto, came down to visit our parents for a weekend. She was staying at a friend's house who loaned her a car so she could come out. After her visit, she left a little after 9 p.m. She got maybe seven or eight miles away, and the car broke down. Thankfully, she broke down in front of a friend of the family's. They let her in to call dad and dad came to get her the family said she could leave the car in the driveway for the night and my sister decided just to stay at my parents for the night it was a little after 10 p.m and pitch black late november while my sister and dad were driving back to the house they passed through a heavily wooded area out of nowhere they hear this incredibly fucking loud and human scream that was heard over the engine them talking and the radio Dad slammed on the brakes, and they both started to freak out, when suddenly a six-foot-tall coyote walking on two legs with a black-and-white striped tail appeared on the side of the road and proceeded to walk in front of the car. As soon as it passed, that same scream played again, only this time ten times louder. Dad slammed on the accelerator, and they got the fuck out of there. It was never seen again. <laughs> I, I like that story. Okay, so all of these stories from Werewolf to Dogman and Skinwalker are pretty badass and all kind of seem like the same creature to me or relative to the same creature. Now, are these just beasts that have been around for ages? Aliens, interdimensional travelers, humans with special powers, or demons? I have no idea. You can make your own judgment on that. I will say that I do think it's possible for a creature to exist in a large one at that. And I will tell you a story that is a true story and not paranormal about from where I'm around. So since I was a kid, we have seen mountain lions. So my dad lives kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And like we don't see a ton of them. Like we might see one every like 10 years or so. So, but according to the Oklahoma State Wildlife Department, there are no mountain lions in Oklahoma. And if you call in and tell them you spotted one, they won't accept it because it's not real. But a couple years ago in a town called Salina, which is not too far away from where I live, someone got a whole bunch of pictures of a mountain lion. I think it was like on a trail cam or something. But they turned that over to a newspaper and they did a whole article about it and proved that there are, uh, there's at least one mountain lion roaming around here and they're huge. Mountain lions are huge. And you don't see them very often because they don't want to be seen. So I could see some giant creature living in a heavily wooded area, never being seen, or if it is seen just every once in a while. And then people just thinking you're batshit if you actually see it. But anyways, I really like these stories. I liked doing this episode. I thought it was super cool. I liked reading these stories. If you actually have any werewolf or dogman or skinwalker stories, please send them my way at ghostlypara at gmail.com.
Okay, that's going to wrap up that part of the podcast. So quickly, I will go over my recommended podcast of the week, and that is going to be Paranormal Radius. And I actually just listened to them yesterday. I've listened to three of their episodes. So it's a so it's a man and a woman. They're a really good duo. I like the duo thing. You don't see a ton of that, or at least I haven't found it in Paranormal Podcasting, and they have a really good back and forth, and you should go check them out. I don't think they have like seven episodes or something. They started last year. It's really good stuff. And so this will be my last episode for a while. I've got a ton of stuff going on. Um, My dad's about to have open heart surgery. So I am going to be putting the show on hiatus till probably mid-April or so. Just because I have a lot of stuff going on with work, my son, my dad. And I just don't have the time to really put into the show and I don't want to just put out really shitty episodes because in all honesty, that Entity episode I put out last week, I wasn't too proud of it. Um, this one I feel like is a little bit better, but yeah, so probably mid-April, I'll come back and I will do that listener story episode that I was talking about. And then I also will do the part two to my Snake Creek investigation, finally. But I appreciate everyone that's been listening. The podcast is doing so freaking good. And I really appreciate it because we've only been out a little over two months. But I will talk to you guys again in probably about three to four weeks. Have a good day.